You can get this full audiobook for free on Amazon, by clicking on the link in the description. Is brought to you, by the book guide. And besides, this allowed her to say that her heart leaped when she fell in love. Then, in one of those inexplicable quirks of fate, the wind picked up quite suddenly and lifted her bonnet, which, much to her mother's chagrin, she had not tied properly since the ribbon chafed under her chin, straight into the air and splat right onto the face of one of the riders. Penelope gasped, taking her breath away, and then the man fell off his horse, landing most inelegantly in a nearby mud puddle. She rushed forward, quite without thinking, squealing something that was meant to inquire after his welfare, but that she suspected came out as nothing more than a strangled shriek. He would, of course, be furious with her, since she defectively knocked him off his horse and covered him with mud, two things guaranteed to put any gentleman in the foulest of moods. But when he finally rose to his feet, brushing off whatever mud could be dislodged from his clothing, he didn't lash out at her. He didn't give her a stinging set-down. He didn't yell. He didn't even glare. He laughed. He laughed. Penelope hadn't much experience with the laughter of men, and what little she had known had not been kind. But this man's eyes, a rather intense shade of green, were filled with mirth as he wiped a rather embarrassingly placed spot of mud off his cheek and said, Well, that wasn't very well done of me, was it? And in that moment, Penelope fell in love. When she found her voice which, she was pained to note, was a good three seconds after a person of any intelligence would have replied, she said, Oh, no, it is I who should apologise. My bonnet came right off my head and... She stopped talking, when she realised he hadn't actually apologised, so there was little point in contradicting him. It was no trouble, he said, giving her a somewhat amused smile. I... Oh, good day, Daphne. Didn't know you were in the park. Penelope whirled around to find herself facing Daphne Bridgerton, standing next to her mother, who promptly hissed, What have you done, Penelope Featherington? And Penelope couldn't even answer with her stock. Nothing. Because, in truth, the accident was completely her fault, and she'd just made a fool of herself in front of what was obviously... Judging from the expression on her mother's face, a very eligible bachelor indeed. Not that her mother would have thought that she had a chance with him, but Mrs. Featherington held high matrimonial hopes for her older girls. Besides, Penelope wasn't even out in society yet. But if Mrs. Featherington intended to scold her any further, she was unable to do so because that would have required that she remove her attention from the all-important Bridgertons, whose ranks, Penelope was quickly figuring out, included the man presently covered in mud. "'I hope your son isn't injured,' Mrs. Featherington said to Lady Bridgerton. "'Right as rain!' Colin interjected, making an expert sidestep before Lady Bridgerton could maul him with motherly concern. Introductions were made, but the rest of the conversation was unimportant. 
mostly because Colin quickly and accurately sized up Mrs. Featherington as a matchmaking mamma. Penelope was not at all surprised when he beat a hasty retreat. But the damage had already been done. Penelope had discovered a reason to dream. Later that night, as she replayed the encounter for about the thousandth time in her mind, it occurred to her that it would have been nice if she could have said that she'd fallen in love with him as he kissed her hand before a dance, his green eyes twinkling devilishly while his fingers held hers just a little more tightly than was proper. Or maybe it could have happened as he rode boldly across a windswept moor, the aforementioned wind no deterrent, as he, or rather his horse, galloped ever closer. His, Collins, not the horse's, only intention to reach her side. But no, she had to go and fall in love with Colin Bridgerton when he fell off a horse and landed on his bottom in a mud puddle. It was highly irregular and highly unromantic, but there was a certain poetic justice in that, since nothing was...